Democrats are putting the finishing touches on their plans for the 2020 convention in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. After the opening ceremonial riot, there'll be a five-minute unmasking so organizers can separate the looters from the other Democrats. Following that, Democrat officials will dial 911 so social workers can come and put out the fires by politely asking arsonists if they can think of a more constructive way to express their search for equality and justice. After that, the conventioneers will move into the rubble of Milwaukee's Wisconsin Center and will take their seats on anything that isn't smoldering or explosive. There'll then be a presentation by Naked Athena, who'll do a pole dance for justice with additional table dances for justice for any delegate who wishes to slip a 10 spot into her G-string. They'll follow a bar- barbershop quartet of Never Trumpers featuring Bill Crystal singing such well-loved numbers as Irrelevant Never Forgets, I Used to Be Somebody, and Hey, What Happened to My Influence? After that, Bernie Sanders will graciously endorse the nominee in a speech entitled Better Half a Bowl of Crap Than the Whole Damn Thing. Then, one of the party's young rising stars, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, will appear on video preparing a vegan meatloaf while she describes her vision for a green America powered by renewable energy sources like happy thoughts and unicorn smiles. Democrat Party Chairman Tom Perez will then read the party platform, which includes plans to build a gigantic tower to heaven, tear God from his throne, and torture him until he admits there is no moral order and killing babies in the womb is fine with him. At last, it will be the big moment, and the nominee, Joe Biden, will be gently shoved in the general direction of the stage, where he'll react in confused terror to the balloons dropping all around him, then he'll give the first part of his speech, then a nap, then the rest of his speech, then another riot, then just riots for the next four years. Trigger trigger warning, I'm Andrew Clavin, and this is The Andrew Clavin Show. I feel hunky-dunky, life is tickety-boo. Birds are winging, also singing, hunky-dunky-dee-doo. Ship-shaped, ipsy-topsy, the world is a bitty zing. It's a wonderful day, hurrah, hooray, it makes me want to sing. Oh, hurrah, hooray. All right, we are back for the last day before the Clavenless week begins. So suck up all the Clavenly goodness you can. The best way to do that is to go on YouTube and subscribe to the Andrew Claven YouTube channel. We only need a few more to get to 90,000. So if you haven't subscribed, you're a terrible, terrible human being. Go subscribe. And if you put a, a, um, comment there and it's even vaguely witty we will raise the level of the show's content by reading it on the air we have one today from joseph heschmeyer who says when clavin's relationship advice contains such gems as you're a schmuck you're a coward (laughs) and what are you a child it proves to me that he's the world's only love guru for men uh fact check true that was in the mailbag yesterday and uh, actually if the guy listens to me it'll help his life a lot uh The big men of Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google showed up for a virtual hearing before the House Antitrust Subcommittee yesterday and gave a kind of seminar on everything that's right and wrong with our country. At this point, four men who became as rich as emperors because of the freedoms granted to them by America, and they proceeded to do everything they can to destroy those freedoms in the name of a globalism that would turn them into gods and the rest of us into serfs. For once, Democrats and Republicans were both in the right. These big tech firms crush competition. They invade people's privacy and they censor political speech to support those who want to throw America to the globalist wolves. And then they lie about it, saying they don't do those things. When there's proof they do, you can Google it if you do it quickly before they make the proof disappear. 
I'll talk about all this, but I just want to make the point once again to my fellow conservatives. These guys are an example of the beauty of capitalism, the genius of capitalism, the miracle of capitalism, and the fact that capitalism needs to be a servant to our values, not its master. The Ayn Randian philosophy that these guys are somehow John Galtz who make the world work and the rest of us are merely ungrateful inferiors is morally disgusting. Don't get me wrong. I love these companies. I love them. I would happily celebrate these guys and their innovation and their genius and even their wealth if they would just keep their fat hands off my God-given rights to speak and thrive and to be left alone. Ayn Rand is right about one thing. There are definitely mooches and leeches out there who suck off these people on make-believe moral grounds, but it's also true that success doesn't give you the power or the right to override our Constitution. So just a reminder, if we don't know why we think what we think, if we don't know who we are, who made us, and what we're made for, there's nothing left to govern our actions but power. We've already seen that world. America was created as an alternative, and these guys who have profited so much off America ought to remember that. So You know, having sponsors is not just a one-way thing. We advertise our sponsors to you, but then they participate. In the case of Echelon, they participate by trying to save the Clavin. They actually gave me one of their amazing, amazing bike, uh, fitness bikes. And I tried it out yesterday. You can see my picture there afterwards with my Clavin uh, outfit, which those of you who know who Ragnar Clavin is will get the joke. Uh, and I have to tell you, this it is a great machine. I would not endorse it like this if it were not. Uh, it is solid. It's beautifully made. It's it's really terrific. And for a small uh, fee, first of all, it's it's some of their uh, things are cheaper uh, by half. Their EX1 uh, is cheaper, is ha- less than half the price of a Peloton. So that's the first thing. But you can do the same thing where you can hook on really easily with your iPad and you and subscribe. Uh, it's, I think it's as low as, uh, four, they say 46 per month. Mine was 39.99 per month. Uh, but you can subscribe and they have videos, live classes. I tried two of the beginner videos yesterday because each one was 20 minutes and I wanted to go about 45 minutes. I tried each of them. Uh, it was an amazing workout. Now, I am I am seriously in good aerobic shape. I hike all the time. When I'm hiking with other people, I pass people in their 20s and 30s. But I, w- I was really... Uh, tested by this and really had a good time. And I was just, it was fun. The people on the, on the video are, are comical and uh, good at what they do. And they're also, you can see, even though I use the tape and not the live ones, you can see other people on there. So it kind of gets your competitive juices flowing and it keeps you from doing what you do when you, you exercise alone. You can't help it when you exercise alone. You are not as motivated as you can be with an instructor. So it was, it was just absolutely terrific. And I really recommend it. Go to echelon.com slash Clavin. It's spelled E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com. I said echelon. It's echelonfit.com. Let me get that right. Echelonfit.com slash Clavin. E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash Clavin. I know you're thinking, okay, echelon. Anybody can spell echelon. How do you spell Clavin? It's K-L-A. You can read it under my shirt. It's K-L-A-V-A-N. You know, there's so much to talk about today. I'm not going to get to everything. I do want to get to that tech hearing, but I have to talk about the fact that Herman Cain died of the Chinese flu. Uh, good man, really, uh, obviously a presidential candidate. He was the head of uh, of Godfather's Pizza, CEO of Godfather's Pizza, a, a self-made guy. And uh, I, I only bumped into him a couple of times in 
green rooms. And I do remember one time in the Fox News uh, green room, he went after Juan Williams in a totally friendly, totally uh, nice way and just took Juan apart. Juan's liberal commentator and Dean Cain was, uh, Dean Cain, Herman Cain was following him down the uh, the aisle. Dean Cain is still alive. Herman Cain uh, was following him down the hall saying, it's all emotion, Juan. It's not, there's no facts in what you're saying. It's all emotion. Online, on Twitter, blue checkmark leftists were attacking the late Herman Cain for going to the Tulsa rally where he may or may not have contracted the Chinese flu. Nobody knows, but he went, he didn't wear a mask. And so they're, you know, uh, what's her name? Anna Navarro Cardenas, you know, she's saying uh, Herman Cain thought COVID was a hoax, scoffed at wearing a mask, died of COVID. Bill Montgomery, co-founder of pro-Trump Turning Point USA, scoffed at virus, died of COVID. Representative uh, Gohmert, uh, refused to wear a mask, has COVID. See a pattern? COVID doesn't care about partisanship. Joy Reid blamed it on it. Maggie Haberman blamed it on Trump and the Trump rally. I, I just want to tell you something. Like, this is something I never do. Ruth Bader Ginsburg gets ill. I don't even in my heart wish her ill, truly. I, I hate what she stands for. I hate what she's done. I do not hate her, and I do not wish her ill. And that's not because I'm a good person. It's because I'm a person. And the reason I'm a person is because I'm not a leftist. Leftist is worse than the Chinese flu, because the Chinese flu can only kill your body, but leftism kills your soul. It does it to everybody who follows it. It wrings your soul dry, and it's a terrible, terrible disease, worse than this than this flu. And it really, this is, it's shameful what they did. It's just disgusting. Another piece of uh, news I want to get to, though, is Trader Joe's. I went off on Trader Joe's on one of my openings, and I really took them apart because they were going to change their product names, right? They had uh, Trader Jose's for Mexican food and all these different Trader Ming's for Chinese food. And uh, they got a couple of petition people doing that thing that the left does where they intimidate you. They make you think they're bigger than they are. They make you think there's more just like the Washington cowards. Uh, they've changed their name from the Washington Redskins to the Washington cowards. I think it's the Washington puling cowards, I think, or maybe the whining cowards. I can't remember, but they change it because 29% of the country doesn't like Washington Redskins, while many people, including uh, Native Americans, think that that's a, a complimentary title, a war title that they that they like. But they cave into the minority all the time because they're so afraid and because they're afraid of being sued on um, on civil rights grounds. Trader Joe's has rescinded their decision uh, to change those names. And I just want to compliment them on that and uh, say, you know, I made fun of you, but I also appreciate that you turn back. Anybody can make a mistake, but to turn back and correct the mistake. Good deal for Trader Joe's. So good for them. I also got (laughs) to. talk about Trump. And this is important. Trump today, you know, he has been doing so much better since they got rid of Brad Parscale. Since I I fired Brad Parscale, I was on Ben Shapiro's show and I told uh, Kellyanne Conway, you ought to fire Brad Parscale a day later. He was gone. Uh, So that was me. Um, But but the, the minute they fired him, the campaign turned around. Suddenly, Trump sounded serious about the Chinese flu. Suddenly, he made took action against the violence in the cities. Uh, he has been really good. He's been out there campaigning, doing the kind of uh, campaigning only a president can do. And then, he, uh, you know, one of the things I told Kellyanne Conway, put somebody in there to check his tweets. Just one layer, one layer. So today he says, with universe. <laughs> With universal mail-in voting, not absentee voting, which is good, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. It will be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Now, I know that's Trump trolling, and he is a funny troll. But, you know, this is a a serious thing that's going on uh, 
in conservative circles. And last night, I had a bunch of guys over and we were smoking cigars and debating, especially younger conservatives. Old conservatives like me feel that this country is always worth fighting for. And if we lose it, uh, you know, on my birthday, my son Spencer was uh, no relation, was um, tweeting, tweeted me a happy birthday wishes and called me the Cato of the American Republic, which is kind of a dig because Cato died fighting for the Republic uh, even as it collapsed. And other people sort of said, no, the Republic, the the um, the empire is here. We're going to go with the empire. Uh, and I've always said, you know, if, if our republic sinks into the tar pit of leftism, the last thing you're going to see is my fist. But there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people on the right saying, you know, the, the empire of Rome, when it started, was actually more free. And this is true. It was more free and better run than the failing republic. The failing republic was violent. There were civil wars. There were moments of tyranny with Sulla and uh, Julius Caesar. And when finally the Republic expired and died, Augustus came in and he never called himself the emperor. It was always, this is just like what would happen here, by the way. It's not, it's not that uh, they w- we would have a king. It would be more like FDR, just the guy would keep getting elected. Uh, the Senate would still meet, but it wouldn't really do anything. So that's what Augustus did. He called himself the princeps, the first citizen. Uh, and he basically got rid of the Republic and he dismantled the Republic. But he did it in such a way that people were more free. I mean, the tax rates were lower. Uh, you could move around. You could become a success. You could move within um, within social ranges. You know, you, you could c- accomplish the Roman dream, as it were. Um, you couldn't insult the emperor or you'd be put to death. And after right after, uh, you know, Right after Augustus, there was Tiberius and then the whole line of those emperors who just got worse and worse and crazier and crazier. Uh, so and that is always the problem with kingships. If, if you get a good king, great. But if you don't, you got to kill him uh, to move on, which is eventually how Rome and England, when they had kings, is basically how they solved their problems. Uh, elections are better, more peaceful. But the question, the question is, some young conservatives are saying we have to rejigger the whole thing because our d- democracy is essentially gone. Our institutions are empty. I agree with that. Our institutions have been emptied out. Our press is corrupt. It's not a press. We don't have journalists in this country. Very few real journalists in this country. Uh, the legislature doesn't make le- law. The Supreme Court does make law. And uh, it, it really is a problem. And then you have this deep state with all these uh, regulations where basically the EPA can come in and say your bathtub is a public waterway and you can only bathe at four o'clock on a Thursday. You know, they can do that. And then to appeal that, you can't go to anywhere. You can have to go to the EPA and appeal it to the EPA. And, and these are things that really make it feel like we have lost control, like this country is no longer uh, run by the people. And a lot of people on the right are saying, well, what do we do? Do we fight for, to get the republic back? Or do we uh, just say, okay, well, let's get a good emperor in there. Let's play the game the way the left plays it. The left is going to get rid of uh, the the filibuster. Let's us get rid of the filibuster. They're going to stack the court. Let's us stack the court first. You know, let's do what they do and and lie and cheat and steal. And it's always the problem. We are the good guys. The right are the good guys. Even the left know we're the good guys. They they know they can get away with lying and cheating because they know we won't do it back. In the same way, in the exact same way, the Islamists know they can hide in a children's hospital because we won't bomb the hospital. And, and the left knows we're the good guys. They know we will not play by their rules. So, you know, I hold on to hope that we can redo our society, that we can basically uh, maybe ch- put some changes in the Constitution that was there to be changed, but also bring the society back through the culture. And it, it is the one thing that the right never wants to do. It's always an emergency. It's always a panic. It's always the next election. We're always in the, you know, the flight 95 election or 93, whatever it is, election. If we don't grab the plane and crash it, uh, we're all going to die. You know, and if we had a little bit of 
a little bit of calm, a little bit of patience, we could do just what the left did, which is take back the culture and change people's minds and bring them back both to faith and to freedom, because you're not going to have one without the other. So when Trump tweets this, it makes me a little nervous. I don't want to give up. I do not want to give up on the republic. Ancestry, DNA, there are many paths to finding your family story, whichever way you choose, tracing your family generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with Ancestry DNA, it is easy to get started with Ancestry. An Ancestry DNA test tells you where your ancestors are from, and Ancestry's billions of records and millions of family trees let you discover their personal stories. You could find a famous relative or perhaps a photo of your great-grandma as a little girl. Whatever you find, it's sure to change the whole way you look at your family history and yourself. And it's fun too, by the way. It's easy and it's really fun. You can make discoveries with Ancestry. Grab an Ancestry DNA kit and start a free trial to amplify your discoveries with Ancestry's billions of records. Start exploring your family story today. Head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Clavin to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's Ancestry.com slash Clavin. You must learn. The first thing you must learn about yourself is do you know how to spell Clavin? It is K-L-A. So let me start talking about this thing yesterday, this uh, subcommittee questioning of Jeff Bezos, Tim Cook, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, uh, Tim Cook of uh, Apple and Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook and Google's Sundar Pichai, I think it's pronounced. And the thing about this is, is this is one of the things that make people feel that our country may be out of control. You know, when you see these guys, these titans of industry and I love them. I respect them. I'm thrilled by what they did, but they have to act just like I have to act as a citizen. And that means not just following the law. It means also following what makes America great and preserving it. And you cannot do that by lying. You can't do it by stealing uh, people's information and using and selling it to let people, you know, form psychological, uh, you know, frameworks of who we are so they can target us. You can't do it by uh, suppressing all the competition and by using your incredible power to make it impossible for anybody to compete. I want you to be able to compete. I want you to be able to thrive. I want you to have billions. I'm not, it's not Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who is actually a mooch from an Ayn Rand novel. She is actually, you, you know, you have all that money. You should give me that money. Every billionaire is a, is a policy mistake. No, I want you to be a billionaire. I want you to succeed. Love Amazon. Love it. But stop censoring conservatives. Stop telling people what they should think. Stop sending me your stupid Black Lives Matter propaganda on my page, which should all really be about poetry and history, because that's what I'm reading. So the questioning, I thought, was embarrassing. I, you know, First of all, they, they brought them all on virtually on one of those platforms. I, I'm not sure what platform it was. So they had to question them all at one time. And that made it really impossible to get any one of them really in the spotlight and really take a a good, clean look at him. And that was a little bit unfair. It was also, I have to say, kind of comical that like Jeff Bezos forgot to press the unpress the mute button. Uh, The tech didn't work. There was freezes and things like that. So you're thinking like, wait a minute, what do you guys do for a living? You know, it's always it's always when you meet these guys, it's always kind of disappointing that they're not better at tech than they should be. Each of these guys, self-made people, each of them should know better. And it was just disheartening to see the kind of the way they basically dodged the question of whether they were going to mess with the upcoming election. I'll show you the vids in just a second. But first, let us talk about liquid IV. 
Dehydration occurs daily in three out of four people. This happens to me all the time. I do not drink enough water. I forget to drink water. And suddenly I get really sleepy and I think, what's that? Do I need a, do I need to take a nap? You know, and it's like, no, I just need to hydrate. With liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Each serving helps you get as much hydration as two to three bottles of water. Proper hydration is crucial for your immune system. It can boost your immunity. With liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way. Uh, you get potassium, vitamin C, and other vitamins known to help your body defend against infections. The optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. It tastes good, too. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code CLAVEN at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code CLAVEN at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code CLAVEN. You'll feel so much better, and you'll think, ah, now I remember how to spell Clavin. Uh, it's K-L-A-V-A-N. So let's start with Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan was on the warpath, and he went after Google Sundar Pichai, uh, asking him, are you going to mess with the upcoming election? And Pichai just dodged him at every turn. This is the first Jordan cut. Mr. Uh, Pichai, is Google going to tailor its features to help Joe Biden in the 2020 election? Congressman, we approach our work, uh, you know, we support both campaigns today. We think political ads is an important part of uh, free speech in uh, democratic societies. And we engage with uh, campaigns, uh, you know, according to law and we approach our work in a nonpartisan way. It was a yes or no question. Can you assure Americans today you won't tailor your features to help Joe Biden in the upcoming election? You know, we support work that campaigns do. I just want to make sure I understand that. that. We all we all we all do all kinds of online social media, every all kinds of that kind of that 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 uh, outreach, that communication. This is a simple question. Can you today assure Americans you will not tailor your features in any way to help specifically help one candidate over other? And this this what I'm concerned about is you helping Joe Biden over President Trump. We, we won't do any work, uh, you know, it, to politically tell anything one way or the other. It's against our core values. So speaking of their core values, do you remember when Breitbart leaked that video of uh, the Google brass, including him uh, after the election? I went online looking for this video. I could only find this really small clip. Now, I'm sure it's there somewhere, but I was searching for it for, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes and I could not come up with it. This is the one part I could come up with. But this is basically the founder, co-founder of of Google. Uh, Pichai is there telling people what they felt about this election. I certainly find this election uh, deeply offensive and I know many of you do too. It did feel like a ton of bricks dropped on my chest. What we all need right now is a hug. Can I move to Canada? (laughs) Is there anything positive you see from this election result? (laughs) Uh, Boy, that's that's a really tough one right now. So, you know... (laughs) There was crying, you know, that people were tearing up over this stuff and saying basically, you know, this is the rise of nationalism, but don't worry, it'll go away and we will be global kings once again. Remember, these people made their bones, made their fortune off 
the capitalist system of the United States of America. That is the thing. And when they start talking about globalism and nationalism is bad, it really stinks. It really stinks of that kind of, you know, citizen of the world garbage that people peddle while they're living in America. Because if they were living in Saudi Arabia, they wouldn't be citizens of the same world. And if they were living in China, not citizens of the same world. So when they support China, when they let China uh, mess with their Google searches, then they're not supporting the things that made them great, the things that made them who they are. So Jordan keeps going after him, and it just, it just gets uglier. Play the second clip. We have the history of all the things Google has done and the history of what happened in 2016 in the election where they obviously, according to one of the, your, your multicultural marketing executive, tried to help Clinton. And here we are 97 days before the election, and we want to make sure it's not going to happen again. We want to make, can you give us two assurances? One, you're not going to try to tailor your features, configure your platform in a way to help Joe Biden. And second, that you're not going to use your search engine to silence conservatives. Can you give us those two assurances today? Uh, Congressman, on our search engine, uh, conservatives have more access to information than ever before. And we appreciate that. That's not, that wasn't the question. Can you assure us today you're not going to try to silence conservatives? And can you assure us today you're not going to try to configure your features, as Ms. Murillo said you did for Clinton in 16? Can you assure us today you're not going to do the same thing for Joe Biden in 2020? Uh, you know, you, you, you have my commitment. Uh, it's always been true, and we'll continue to uh, conduct ourselves uh, in a neutral way. But they haven't done that. They haven't done it. And it's it, it is. Fun. And the thing about it is, I'm not even sure they're silencing conservatives. I think they're so silencing nationalists. See, I think they are using excuses to get at people who basically think the country is being taken away by gl the globalist left and the globalist left is on the side of doing that. I mean, Mary Gay Scanlon, uh, the Democrat from New York, uh, she goes after Jordan and says, well, this is all conspiracy theory. And that was one of the kind of dramatic highlights of the thing. Thank you, gentlemen. I'd like to uh, redirect your attention to antitrust law rather than fringe conspiracy theories. Uh, Mr. Bezos, our investigation... Mr. Chairman, uh, we have the email. There is no fringe... Excuse me, it's not your time. Mr. Jordan, you do not have the time. Be please but, be respectful but, but of your colleague. She controls directly, the time. Directly, put your mask on. Someone, put your mask on. Mr. Jordan. Mr. Raskin. Mr. Jordan. You, you want to talk do, about masks. Mr. Jordan. Mr. Scanlon. Why would the Deputy Secretary the of Treasury unmask Michael Flynn's Mr. name, Mr. Raskin? And what I want to know Mr. is Scanlon, when someone comes after my motives for asking questions, I get a chance to respond. The gentlelady is recognized. So that's, you know, it's just true that they're, the Democrats are on the side of censorship. Of course they are. Of course they are. You know, and, and of course these guys are what, you know, I, I keep going back to this Tim Cook speech he made before the uh, Anti-Defamation League in 2018 uh, when he said, yes, you know, we're going to defeat hate while the audience ap applauded and that the conscience of billionaire CEOs are going to lead us to the promised land. Here's just a clip from that. From the earliest days of iTunes. To Apple Music today, we have always prohibited music with a message of white supremacy. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. And as we showed this year, we won't give a platform to violent conspiracy theorists on the App Store. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. My friends, if we can't be clear on moral questions like these, then we've got big problems. At Apple, we are not afraid to say that our values drive our curation decisions. And why should we be?
Here's the, well, why should we be is the question. Here's the problem. It's not that I support uh, white supremacy. It's not that I support violent conspiracy theories. But he says in iTunes, they don't let on music that supports white supremacy. But here's what they do let on. They they do let on a rap song, a famous rap song by NWA called F the Police, right? And it says, I'm going to turn this around. I'm, I'm translating this into English. Put in my clip, yo, and this is the sound. Yeah, something like that. But it all depends on the size of the gat. Taking out a police would make my day. And when I'm finished, it's going to be a bloodbath of cops dying in L.A. Yo, Dre, I got something to say. And he's allowed to say it on iTunes because they don't know what hate looks like. It on- They only know when it looks like the kind of hate they're afraid of. And this is the problem. It's not that I support Alex Jones. It's that I don't want Tim Cook or anybody else deciding that I'm Alex Jones. They don't know how to do it. They are all surrounded, as we saw at that Google meeting, they're all surrounded by people who agree with them. They're in a culture where it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy that Donald Trump got elected. Why? Because he's a bad guy? No, no, because he's a nationalist, because he believes that the best way to defend our freedoms is by having a a strong America and putting America first. That's not fascism that, you know, I mean, I know it can shade over into jingoism, but it doesn't have to. And we do have to have the structure of an America that believes in the Constitution to protect the Constitution. Who the hell do you think is going to do it if not us, the United Nations? I mean, that's a laugh. That's a laugh. All they do over there is, uh, you know, attack Israel. So we know, we know that these guys are like this. We know that they're biased and we know that they don't know they're biased. And that's the problem with, you know, trusting to the conscience of a CEO. Uh, Gates, uh, Matt Gates, went after Jeff Bezos on the fact that they have a charity uh, thing, a charity click on Amazon. And one of the people who curates the charity is the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is simply a left wing hate group. They are a hate group. And what they do is they designate hate groups. And this has become authoritative for some reason. When they designate any Christian group that has problems with homosexuality, they they have continually, continually designate uh, right wing, anything on the conservative side is a hate group. They actually told, uh, I think it was Charlie Cook from National Review, he went after them and he said, you know, are you going to silence left wing hate groups like Occupy, like the Occupy movement? And they said, we're not really set up to do that. They actually said that to him. We're not even sort of set up to go after the extreme left. Here's Gates going after Bezos on this. I'm just wondering why you would place your confidence in a group that seems to be so out of step and seems to take mainstream Christian doctrine and label it as hate. Uh, Sir, it's a good question. We have, uh, for those of you who don't know what Amazon Smile is, it's a program that allows customers to designate a certain fraction of their purchases to go to charity that we then uh, pay for. Uh, and they can select from any one of millions of charities. And we use the Southern Poverty Law Center data to say which charities are extremist organizations. We also use the U.S. Foreign Asset Office to do the same thing. But Those why? Two together. Since they're calling this the is, Catholics and these Jewish groups hateful well, groups, why would you trust them? Sir, uh, I, I'm going to acknowledge this is an imperfect system. And uh, no doubt. I would love suggestions on better uh, or better or additional sources. My suggestion would be a divorce from the SPLC. And again, we know that Amazon, I mean, I I go on Amazon and I get white fragility recommended to me. There is nothing in my history that would make them recommend white fragility. It is pure propaganda for a Marxist anti-American organization. You think they're Marxists at Amazon? No, they're just anti-American. They're anti-having the constraints the constraints of the country that gave them the freedom 
to do what they did. That's the problem. They don't want the, they wanted the freedoms to make their gazillions, which I support, but they don't want the constraints, which means supporting freedom and free speech and two sides and everybody being able to speak their mind no matter what they have to say. And that that really is a problem with our country. Vincero watches. I'm actually wearing my Vincero watch. I'm not I not only had a picture of myself on uh, on a picture of myself on my bike, but I also have a Vincero watch on because I actually like it. They're really nice looking watches and they're inexpensive. Vincero creates incredible looking watches at an incredible price. Serious watches that are stunning and still under 200 bucks. The guys on their team sent over some of these watches and I really, I wear them regularly. Vincero offers free shipping, 30 day returns and guarantees your watch for two years, which is, that's a good deal because you don't want to get an inexpensive watch and find out that it doesn't work. There's a reason why they have over 20,000 five-star reviews because you won't find a better made watch for this kind of price anywhere you go. If you visit VenturaWatches.com slash Clavin and purchase the discount, Clavin is automatically applied at checkout. It's that easy to shop Vincero. These are timepieces you'll enjoy wearing every day. If you don't, Vincero will make it right. That's their promise. If you don't love it, they will make it right by you. Go shop Vincero. This deal really is too good to pass up. Go to V-I-N-C-E-R-O watches.com forward slash Clavin. Do not pay full price on these beautiful timepieces. Take advantage of our exclusive discount and get up to 20% off your entire order if, but only if, you know how to spell Clavin because there are no E's in Clavin. Yeah, I really, I just make it look this easy. I know it's hard. It's hard to believe, right? Go get a reader's pass. They are only three bucks a month. And the first month we'll give you for 99 cents. Uh, you get all the, the mobile uh, app. You get ad-free access to all of Daily Wire news, exclusive op-eds, and all of our podcasts on the mobile app. Go to dailywire.com slash subscribe. And then go buy Ben's book. I want to make sure a Ben book, how to destroy America in three easy steps. It is not a cookbook. You can get it at Amazon or Barnes and It's on the New York times bestseller list. And I haven't gotten to it yet, but I hear it's really terrific as I would expect from Mr. Shapiro. The SpaceX capsule will be landing this Sunday, August 2nd. It's the first time that SpaceX will have completed a successful crewed mission, crewed mission, not C-R-U-D-E, C-R-E-W-E-D, uh, to the International Space Station. The first time in over a decade that a crewed spaceship was launched from the United States. It's a big deal, and we will be live streaming it across YouTube, Facebook, and DailyWire.com with a special all-access live discussion with None other than the Daily Wire God King, Jeremy Boring. He will be lowered down on that wire that makes him look like he's flying. He just loves that. All Access members can join the chat and talk to Jeremy during the live stream of, of the mission. And then stick around afterward for a live stream Q&A where you can watch him answer your questions in real time. So don't miss out. Join All Access at dailywire.com slash subscribe. That's dailywire.com slash subscribe. And I will be doing an All Access today at 5 o'clock Pacific time. So come over and subscribe. All right. Now, there was one funny moment at this thing, because one of the one of the things about at this hearing with the tech giants, because one of the funny things about watching our congressmen go after tech giants is they don't know anything. They're just they're just dopes. You know, know, the younger ones know more than the older ones, but the older ones don't really know, uh, you know, what what tech is. So at one point you had uh, Sensenbrenner uh, asking um, Zuckerberg about Donald Trump Jr. being banned uh, for spreading some news about hydroxychloroquine. Here's this. 
It was reported that uh, Donald Trump Jr. got taken down for a period of time. Now, why did that happen? Congressman, well, first to be clear, I think what you might be referring to happened on, on Twitter. So it's hard for me to speak to that. But I can talk to our policies about this. Um, we do prohibit content that will lead to imminent risk of harm. And stating that uh, there is a proven cure for COVID when there is, in fact, none, um, might encourage someone to go take something that could have some adverse effects. So we do take that down. So, so Zuckerberg, it's like that happened on Twitter. It's not even my, uh, they're not even here today. But the thing is, it's not true. I mean, Donald Trump Jr. retweeted that uh, clip that was going viral of that woman's, uh, I think she was an actual doctor, uh, saying that hydroxychloroquine uh, does help. There is evidence that it does, and some people say it doesn't. And with the news being so politicized and Donald Trump supporting uh, Hydrox, it's really hard to know the truth. And I don't know the truth. And I he was just tweeting that out there. But again, once again, remember, the Democrats, which means the news media, are for this censorship. Tucker Carlson put out this montage. From my understanding, in terms of this Twitter, um, you know, restriction of, of tweeting for Don Jr., it's like 12 hours. And the question is, how many people saw this and believe this before uh, before action was taken? Talk about, if you understand, the politics behind the president's son tweeting falsehood. Despite Twitter suspending his, his account uh, and restricting his account, it's, it's, the cat's out of the bag. You can't change it. Yeah. Listen, it's disturbing. It makes a difference. Uh, you can argue it costs lives. So the, the thing is, once again, once again, it's not about who gets censored. It's about who doesn't get censored. And that's the thing. It's all conservatives. And there's CNN, a news organization in favor of censorship, just like you saw the congresswoman from New York in favor of censorship. They are not in favor of free speech. They're not in fa- They're only in favor of them being able to speak because, like Tim Cook, they think we're hateful because they don't know what we think because they're surrounded by people who think what they think and they all think we're hateful. So they do not know what we believe. And even when they hear what we believe, it doesn't fit into their prescription for what's not hateful. They don't understand that we have policies that work. We have policies that help. We have policies that help black lives. If there's such a thing as a black life in America, we have policies that help people in in black neighborhoods. They just don't know it. They don't know it because they never hear it, because they never talk to us. They never listen to us. And this is the thing. So here's Donald Trump on Tucker again saying, Donald Trump Jr. on Tucker again saying, pointing out this is the issue. Twitter has no problem saying that coronavirus disinformation spread by the Chinese government does not violate their rules. That's interesting. It it happens all one way. It was very nice watching the people from CNN or MSNBC because Jake Tapper himself a few weeks ago posted, study finds hydroxychloroquine helped coronavirus patients survive better. Now, why is Jake Tapper not spreading misinformation? But I somehow am. And again, I'm not a doctor. I didn't claim to be. I just put something out there that challenged the narrative. And because I have a large platform, I'm canceled. You know, and he was he was canceled for like 12 hours or something like this. But still, that's a punishment. That's a warning shot over his bow. And it's because he's Donald Trump Jr., because Jake Tapper was not censored for this and because other people are not censored. And, you know, in the Knesset, the Israeli parliament, uh, a Twitter spokeswoman was was there. And the lawmaker said to them, why are you censoring Donald Trump? 
and mark and flagging Donald Trump's tweets, but not the Ayatollah Khomeini when he calls for the eradication of the Jewish people. Here's a brief clip of that. So we have an approach to where leaders that presently say that direct interactions with fellow public figures, comments on political issues of the day or foreign policy save rattling on Military economic issues are generally not in violation so calling of for our genocide is okay, but uh, commenting however, on politics is not. Just it, so we understand, just so I just want to fine tune the question. Calling for genocide on Twitter is okay, but commenting on political situations in certain countries is not okay. So, if a world leader violates our rules, but it is a clear interest in keeping that up on the service, we may place it behind a notice that provides some more context about the violation and allows people to click through if they wish to see that type of content. And, and let's be clear, James O'Keefe has published uh, you know, his videos, his secret videos, uh, secret camera videos of people at Twitter saying they, uh, they go after conservatives. We know they do. So we know she's lying. We know they're lying. They're always, they always are lying. They always have an excuse. They always have a reason why they did it here and they didn't do it there, but they always do it on one side. It's always censorship. It is absolutely amazing. And this leads into who they're censoring because there was an, an other attacks about their relationship with uh, China. It was, um, who was it? It was Jeff Stube uh, from uh, Florida. I think that's how you pronounce his name, Republican from Florida, who asked them, is China stealing intellectual property? Do you believe that the Chinese government steals technology from U.S. companies? I don't know of specific cases where we uh, have been stolen from uh, by the government. I have no first-hand knowledge of uh, any information stolen from Google. Congressman, I think it's well documented that the Chinese government steals technology from American companies. I haven't seen it personally, but I've heard many reports of it. <laughs> so they haven't seen it personally. I mean, these guys, the biggest tech giants on earth, and they don't know the China. Only Zuckerberg has the media awareness, the media awareness not to look like an idiot, not to look like a liar. They ask them if they collaborate with the Chinese military. And again, Google says, absolutely not. No collaboration with the Chinese military. Matt Gates once again goes after them. cut 20. During our prior discussion earlier today, you said that Google doesn't work with the Chinese military. That answer was deceptive because Google works with many of the entities that work with the Chinese military in common collaboration. And, and just as one example would be Sing, Tsinghua University, where Jeff Dean, who is the yeah, head of Google AI, uh, served on the Computer Science Advisory Committee for the university. And then the university takes a nearly $15 million from China's Central Military Commission. So you can see how even if you don't literally show up at the offices of the Chinese military, if you're all showing up at the same place, Place, working together on AI, that would lead to my concern. It's, it's nationalists they censor. It really is. It's anything to protect their global empires that they are trying to build and they don't want the constraints of America. And just to be fair, I just want to play uh, Joe Biden's take on all of this. Let's play the Biden clip. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Kingswood Community Center. Actually, that's the one down I used to work. It's a joke. You didn't know where we were anyway. <laughs> doesn't even know where he is. The man doesn't even know where he is. So once again, I just, I just want to point out that, you know, these guys made it big in this country because of our free markets, because of our 
protections for their freedom of speech because of their protections, protections that were put in place by the government so they could run their platforms in a certain way that other platforms weren't run it. And now, basically, they don't want the constraints. They do not want nationalists to speak. They don't want people to vote for Donald Trump. And they think they can censor us and they think they can crush their competition. They can think they can steal our information. A little gratitude. I want them to be rich, but just a little gratitude and a little bit of freedom and a little bit of respect for the country that made them great. All right, I'm going to have to stop in a couple of minutes, and that means you know that if you are not an all-access member, the Clavenless Week is upon you. Uh, and basically, you know, I started out by talking about the fact that on the right, we're talking about whether America is already over. Uh, and I would say no, but by Thursday, I mean, you know, <laughs> let's face it, it's not going to survive uh, much longer. Uh, all I want to say is I, I have to believe, you know, I talk to young conservatives all the time. I hear them having these conversations. I think they should have these conversations. I think we should be thinking really deeply about the structure, the constitutional structure and how it can be changed to support the values that made this country great and that supported the freedoms that we had. Remember, the Constitution was made to be changed. It was not made to be a static document. It has become so difficult to change it that nobody tries. And that's one of the reasons that they moved to using the Supreme Court to essentially uh, to essentially modify the Constitution. That's not the way we want to go. I actually had a lawyer make that argument to me that the Supreme Court should make law because we no longer amend the Constitution. We should get back to amending the Constitution. And one of the amendments should be stating that basically this is a country that believes in a God that grants us rights that come before the government's power. I think we need to know that. But what's the diff? I think I think it's worth fighting for, but the Clavenless Week is upon us. Unless, unless you're an all-access member, then I will be on at five o'clock Pacific time, and we will talk one last time before your complete doom. However, I will be back a week from now on Monday. Survivors gather there for The Andrew Claven Show. I'm Andrew Claven. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, give us a five-star review and also tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Ben Shapiro Show, The Matt Wall Show, and The Michael Knoll Show. Thanks for listening. The Andrew Clavin Show is produced by Robert Sterling. Executive producer, Jeremy Boring. Technical producer, Austin Stevens. Our supervising producer is Mathis Glover. Assistant director is Pavel Wadowski. Edited by Danny D'Amico. Audio mixed by Robin Fenderson. Hair and makeup, or head and makeup, by Nika Geneva. Animations are by Cynthia Angulo. Production assistants, McKenna Waters and Ryan Love. The Andrew Clavin Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright Daily Wire, 2020. Big tech, big brother is watching you. Joe Biden continues to enjoy his year-long weekend at Bernie's, and male feminists continue to show how creepy they really are. Check it out on The Michael Knowles Show.